All right. So today I will talk about uh, the benefits of regular meditation practice. Uh, in the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, meditation is defined as alert or attentive concentration on the chosen object. And of course, this requires the uninterrupted, focused and alert flowing of attention on one thing. Well, to meditate like this might not always be easy for us to do. And there might be times when we sit to meditate and go through our meditation routine, but do not get to that clear state. And so the question arises, why should we do that? Why should we strive for that? Why should we sit down and practice every day? Why should we engage in a schedule of daily focused practice? Why should we devote our time and our energy to that? Of course, you might ask, what is in there for me? Well, for a devotee, the first reason to meditate is that meditation quiets the mind and purifies awareness and thus provides the prerequisites for our heart's desire to realize and experience what we really are. And the sages tell us that nothing but God can still or satisfy our yearning for God. And uh, of course, we feel that this is true. And our meditation provides an opportunity to experience that what we want most. So really, this is reason enough, yeah? But uh, there is more. There are many more reasons <clears throat> uh, why it's a good idea to consider meditation as the most important thing of the day, really of every day. Just to mention a few. Well, first, um, by daily successful meditation, stress is reduced and also more easily managed. This can be achieved because during meditation, breathing becomes slower and also the activity of our internal organs becomes slower. And this in turn leads to deep relaxation and our emotions become settled and our mental activity becomes refined. Uh, it is widely known that stress is responsible for many health problems. So this reduction of stress is a wonderful thing, which helps us to stay physically and psychologically fit and healthy. Well then, second, our body's immune system is strengthened and also biological aging is slowed. This is caused by the conscious deep relaxation during meditation, by the superconscious experience during meditation and by the fact that after meditation is, it is easy for us to cultivate optimism, hope, faith and feelings of love. And um, having a strong immune system protects us against illness, which is of course something that improves our quality of life. Third, our concentration, our ability to focus attention on one thing is improved because 
during meditation, we learn to keep our attention focused on one thing. And when we can stay concentrated also in our everyday lives, our, our ability, our ability to perceive correctly is clearly improved. And when we can do that, also our intellectual discernment and our rational thinking are improved as well. Number four, regular meditation helps us to remain emotionally calm and stable, which is very important and can improve our quality of life immensely. We learn to be more detached and to be less reactive to external circumstances and events while being optimistic and self-responsible. Then number five, with regular meditation practice, it becomes easier for us to resist, weaken, and overcome unwanted habits and tendencies. So in other words, this means that we find it easier to do all the things we know we should do and to avoid all the things we know we shouldn't do. It becomes easier to do the things that improve our lives and avoid those which complicate it. So from all we have heard so far, we can say that regular meditation improves our lives immensely. We become healthier, happier, more functional, and can just enjoy our lives more. And of course, finally, with this point, I'm coming back to what was already mentioned in the beginning. And this is what the gurus of all traditions and the scriptures say. Meditation prepares or lays the ground so that realization of our true nature can more easily happen. Inner knowledge can emerge, our awakening can occur, and our heart's desire can be fulfilled. The gurus tell us that when we detach attention from thought processes and movements in the mental field, and are attentive and alert at the same time, we can experience our true nature as pure consciousness. So we see meditation is uh, worthwhile. And uh, now the next question arises, how do we go about it? Um, how do we do it? Um, Roy Eugene Davis sometimes used to say, that we can't learn meditation from anybody. He said, we can get instruction on how to meditate and we can get advice and guidance, but we can only learn how to meditate when we do it. So number one is we have to do it. Of course, it's a good idea to get well informed on how to do it, but then we have to put it into practice. This is the most important thing in the whole process. Um, he also often mentioned that the key to meditating effectively is to be alert and attentive when we meditate. So when we sit down um, <clears throat> and meditate, it's a good idea to have the firm resolve to stay alert, to stay focused and to stay clear. And then when we notice during our meditation session that our attention begins to wander, 
that we get involved in thought processes or that we are drifting into a subconscious state, well, we want to bring our attention back, um, back to the meditation process by either a gentle act of will or, if this is not enough, by using a meditation technique. And if it's still difficult for us to stay alert, we can also open our eyes and meditate with our eyes open, steadily gazing without focusing our gaze on anything. And sometimes devotional chanting can also be an option in such a situation. So that was number two. We are advised to always stay alert and attentive during meditation. Then number three, well, number three is self-discipline. Self-discipline is important. Without it, it might soon happen that we begin to neglect our daily practice, although we were firmly resolved to do it in the beginning. Uh, for some of us, the word discipline might sound harsh and provoke the connotation, well, this is going to cause pain. Uh, but that's not true. On the contrary, self-discipline will add to our freedom. Freedom from cravings, freedom from subliminal tendencies, and freedom from unwanted habits. Um, a very nice definition of self-discipline is the one Ellen Grace O'Brien uses when she says, self-discipline is what pleases the soul. So, Self-discipline really means that when there is a day when we just don't feel like meditating, well, we sit still, we sit down and meditate anyway. And when we do that, this can immediately put us back on course. And <clears throat> if you want to make sure that your meditation practice is successful, Another important or very recommendable thing to do is to make sure um, that we plan our day in a way that there is enough time to meditate. What do we mean by that? Well, if we squeeze our meditation session into an already totally cramped schedule of activities, it can be difficult to relax and become peaceful. So plan enough time so you can meditate deeply. And Doing that, our meditation sessions become rewarding and we will look forward to meditating at our scheduled time. Then <clears throat> what is also recommended is that we plan our meditation session in detail. Well, how do we begin? Do we pray? Do we use an invocation and so on? What do we do? What words do we use? Then, what meditation technique do we use? Um, if we have time to meditate longer and use several techniques, well, which ones and in what order do we use them? Also, where is our focus when we go into the silence, not using any technique? And finally, how do we end our meditation session? How do we get out of it? So... Just find out what works for you, experiment, write it down, make a plan, and then do it. Um, <clears throat> as far as 
your personal choice of meditation technique is concerned, experiment and just choose what works well for you. I just want to mention a few techniques here. Number one, well, you can watch or observe the breath. <clears throat> it's a very simple technique, but it can be very, very effective. Um, when you do that, what is important is that you don't control the breath. Just observe and watch it as it freely flows in and out. If you want, you can feel the incoming flow of breath going up inside your nose. And when you do that, make your feeling very fine, very delicate, very smooth uh, in the upper regions of your nose, as if you smelled a flower. Um, <clears throat> this will add to your concentration and keep you involved. And when you breathe out, observe and watch and feel your breath as it is leaving your body. Another technique is mantra. We can use mantra. Well, a mantra, we know that, is a word, phrase, or a sound that is used to focus our attention. The word mantra combines manas, that which thinks, and tra, meaning beyond or to protect. So a mantra is something that takes us beyond our thoughts beyond the, beyond the mind. When you use mantra, have your awareness in the front regions and higher regions of the brain and mentally recite your word or word phrase. And when this has become easy for you to do, you can move on to more and more listening to the mantra in and around your head. This will refine the process and deepen your concentration. You can use any word or word phrase that you feel comfortable with. And you can also combine your mantra with your breath if you want. For example, if you have a two-word mantra like Om God, you can mentally recite and inwardly listen to Om when you breathe in and to God when you breathe out. Of course, you can also combine a one-word mantra with your breath, like God when you breathe in and God when you breathe out. Or <clears throat> you don't combine your mantra with your breath. Of course, this is also possible. And when your mind has become calm, you can let the mantra fade away Look and listen within, gently aspiring to experience what you really are. Then you can also pray when you meditate, or you can use an affirmation. With an affirmation, you always affirm what is true. You can, for example, affirm the truth of what you really are, and then be silent receptive to experiencing the essence of your affirmation. For example, you can affirm, I am an immortal spiritual being. I'm an immortal spiritual being, or I'm a flawless unit of the pure essence of ultimate reality. I'm a flawless unit of the pure essence of ultimate reality, 
or you can use your own affirmation. If you want, you can speak your affirmation audibly a few times, then whisper it and then mentally speak it. After that, be open to experiencing and realizing what you have affirmed. Of course, when you're a Kriya initiate, also practice Kriya Pranayama and then sit in the silence. <clears throat> and always remember that a meditation technique is only a tool. And when it has served its purpose, we put it aside and go into the silence. When we want to put in a nail, we use a hammer and then put it aside. When using a technique and the mind has become calm, let the technique fade away and go in the deep silence, alert and attentive, focused on the third eye, allowing the meditation process to unfold. Well, summarizing, it has to be said that regular meditation practice is really more than worthwhile. Our daily deep meditation session can really make all the difference in our life. And I'd like to quote Paramahansa Yogananda now. He says, the purpose of our lives is not what many people imagine. To know it, we must look beyond our immediate goals and contemplate life's highest potential for development. And Roy Eugene Davis says, beyond the most ideal human condition is complete illumination of mind and consciousness that we are destined to experience. And we can add that our daily deep meditation is a means, or maybe the means, that helps us to actually experience our destiny. And always remember, we can't fail when we are sincere. In his Yoga Sutras, Patanjali writes, Meditation becomes firm and steady by persistent, devoted endeavor. So this means that with persistent, devoted practice, we will be successful. Well, thank you that you joined in with, we, with me today. All the best to you. Um, I want to finish my presentation with words spoken by Yogananda which my guru Royuchin Davis frequently used to quote, read a little, meditate more, and think of God all the time. Om, peace. <laughs>